okay, Brina, you know what you need to do. You need to stay focused on that book about sprites. Do not get distracted by the book about mushrooms. You cannot worry about mushrooms. What's that? I've been down here for three days straight. I haven't heard a single other thing. What is that? Is that an egg? What kind of egg is that? I have read 500 books in the last five days, and I have never heard of a kind of egg like that. <gasps> what are you? Oh my goodness, what are you? Are you my friend? Most definitely. You are so cute. What are you? You look like you... You kind of look like a turtle. But I'm not sure exactly what you are. <laughs> oh, so fierce. Hey, welcome to Fae Forge Academy. I am your Dungeon Master, Steven, um, and with me today we have a special guest, um, the Mrs. Bad DM, <laughs> the wonderful, amazing Kelsey Garcia. Hey everybody, I'm super excited to be here. Um, so we are doing a special one-on-one -on -one one-shot that's taking place in the same timeline uh, as the story has been, um, and you're going to have to see where that ties in with the rest of the story. Uh, also, um, if you've been enjoying our show, make sure you go give us five stars, uh, a five star rating and review on the old iTunes and potentially Pod Chaser or anywhere else that also does that. Those are the two that I know of off the top of my head, though. And we are proud to be a member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Uh, so if you like more nerdy content and stuff like that, uh, make sure you go check them out at thefandamentals.com. Uh, so, baby, you ready to uh, play some Dungeons and Dragons? I was born ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a trip to the Fae Forge Academy. Let's do it. You open in a small room, down in the depths of the Lost Halls. It's a small, oddly decorated room, and in it is a, a small gnome. Why don't you go ahead and describe what this small gnome looks like? Uh, and why don't you describe the little gnome that we see? In this room, you see a very small gnome, even small for a gnome, with brunette hair, bright green eyes that you can barely see through the thickness of her glasses. 
wild hair, lots of it, kind of pointing everywhere. You can't really tell if it's in some sort of odd ponytail or a messy pixie cut, um, but she obviously isn't too concerned with what her hair is like. Um, she's wearing neat, clean clothing that also looks like it's just been worn for many months and washed many times, kind of threadbare. And she is just cozied up with a little friend and a bunch of books. And why don't you describe that little friend, too? Her little friend with her is a dragon turtle who is mostly green, uh, mixed with some teal. Very cute. Um, The shell on this dragon turtle is very pokey and rough. But they're kind of cozied perfectly together where she fits right in the nape of his neck. And they appear to be great friends. And why don't you tell us their names? The gnome's name is Brina Boondiggles, but she prefers not to tell people her last name because it's a little bit too silly for her liking. And the dragon turtle's name is Cactus, named after her favorite plant. Awesome. So you're in this small room that you kind of have claimed as your own. Um, in the libraries as you've spent more time probably in the library than really anybody else and more time there than on campus or in your classes in fact for the last four months you and cactus have been living deep below the lost halls you've been aware that there are things that have happened on campus that make it seem less safe up on the higher levels every time you've gone up to find food or anything like that um It's dark. You've seen a lot of these elves um, that don't seem very friendly around. So you've almost felt trapped down here, even if you wanted to leave, like you couldn't. But you've spent so much time down here that you kind of have learned your ways around the Lost Halls, though most most actually do get lost if they they go down as deep as you are. You've noticed that the library drakes have been seemingly like almost tearing up and messing up the place, searching for something. The upper levels are more and more disheveled every day. And you haven't heard the sound of other students in a long time. Luckily, uh, you have a steady supply of various plants that you've been able to cultivate down here. As in these lower levels, not only is it um, carved stone and structure, but it's also connected into the catacombs. And there's actually a small underground river that grows or that flows near, near where you are that you and Cactus have been living off of. It's a quiet afternoon, or you think it's afternoon. When Cactus starts to get fidgety, you see him, his head perks up and turns to the side. Cactus? Is everything okay? Do you want to go for a swim? Sniffing the air doesn't respond to you right away, which is very unusual because you guys have a fast friendship. He looks at you with this look of concern. I think I need to do something. Okay. And he just starts, like, waddling off. Wait, Cactus, um... Do you have any additional information for me regarding where you're going or what it is that you have to do or, you know, how I really like to understand what's going on and I feel like you're just running ahead of me into the catacombs and I'm not really sure where you're going or what your plan is. And As he's kind of weaving in and out of some of the, the bookshelves and stuff and you're following, uh, he knocks, he knocks like a small shelf over and the books spill out. Um, 
cactus. Uh, and one of the books like gets pierced on on one of his back spines and is stuck there. And he looks back. And says, I just I it it said it said it needed help, so I'm helping. But, but um, what is it, cactus? There's a book stuck to your back. Oh dear! Do we not have more respect for books than this? I thought that I taught you that we needed to be careful around those. Um, and as you're kind of chasing this this little baby dragon turtle, um, you hear. Echoing off the walls, you hear these voices. How, how far down here are we? Have, we haven't we seen this? This. Where was that stairwell at? Cactus, cactus, cactus. Shh. And cactus slows down and looks at you, and like has a few more books like tumble onto the ground. You hear? Did you did you hear something? Rena will signal to cactus that we need to be very quiet and kind of try to blend in and make sure that we're not found. Okay, why don't you make a stealth check? Okay, so an 11. Okay. You hear, yeah, I I, I think it was this way. And you hear the footsteps getting closer to you, set of two footsteps. Okay. Rena will signal again to Cactus and try to start kind of backing up to where they came from and um, back to one of her hiding places because she, I assume she knows these categories well enough to have a hiding spot. Because you know these this area better, mm-hmm. I'm going to have you roll one more stealth check. Uh, you can roll it with advantage as you're kind of looking for a hideout. <laughs> 13. So as you, as you turn to run, Cactus is one of his spikes on his shell gets wedged into one of the bookshelves and he gets stuck. Cactus. And he kind of lets out a little... Oh, Cactus, shh. Oh, goodness, what is going on here? Can we not even hide for one second? Uh, and as as you see that all happen, you see maybe 20 feet down, this is one of these long hallways, of, or long, long, long bookshelves. So maybe 20 feet down, you see two of these elves in dark clothing, um, shadow black eyes down and one of them says, hey, hey, what what are you doing down here? Um, I'm trying to figure out if there's something that she can do to hide, but I don't think I have any spells or anything. Actually, um, so how far away did you say they were? About 20 feet. And they saw me. They saw us. Hmm. They can see us. Okay, yeah. so um, as soon, as soon as I see that Cactus is stuck, and I see them coming around the corner that they can see me, I want to cast Mirror Image okay. and see if I can kind of get these mirror images out to a few more places so they're not exactly sure where they're supposed to, which of me and Cactus they're supposed to pursue. Okay, yeah, that's fine with me. Um, yeah, so as that happens, as they say that, is it four? No, three. Mm-hmm. So three copies of yourself and Cactus pop up around. Uh, and they seem to kind of mirror, mirror every movement. What, what is that? Stop it. And one of them pulls, pulls their bow and draws it um, and gives you a chance to respond. But you see him like moving back and forth trying to figure out what to do. Um, okay. So at this point, Brina is going to put up her hands and she's going to say, um, 
Excuse me, sir, I feel like there's been some sort of misunderstanding. I'm not exactly sure why you're here, but I also do not want you to try to shoot me because I am just looking for a book and I'm not exactly sure how we got into this predicament where you think that you need to shoot me because really you do not. I am just a humble gnome and I don't know exactly what I'm doing or why I'm continuing to talk, but you're not stopping me. So I feel like I just need to continue to say words until you decide whether you're going to shoot me or not. Roll a persuasion. 19. He, he, he looks at you, looks at the creature, um, Cactus. I, I guess you don't look that dangerous. Oh no, we're not dangerous at all. This turtle, do you see that he has a book stuck to his spike? I mean, how dangerous could he really be? I, I guess so. The, the spike did pierce a book, which is a bit concerning. Oh yes, well they are very sharp. Do you know how to get out of here? Yes. Can you point the way? Well, sure. Why are you here in the first place? Who are you talking to? You see there's two of them. Oh. Uh, the second one pokes his head out. Oh. From behind. Hello. Uh, that would be me. Oh. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have thought it was weird. I do talk to myself quite a bit, and I also talk to Cactus. What are you guys doing down here? We were looking something for for Professor Willowsong. Uh, mm-hmm. But this place is kind of confusing, and we went through a door, and... Yes. Like, kind of... I think we transported somewhere. It can be very confusing. I've spent the last five years at this school just trying to learn about all the different ways you can get around this library. But honestly, can you believe how many books there are? Think of the knowledge contained in these halls. I mean, I could just spend days and days walking around. I'd be happy to show you around if you like. Is there anything specific that you're looking for? Um, really, I... I mean, you said you were looking for something. Is there something I can help you with? It's just something about, uh, uh, things about the tree, about Ilval Holland and some of the magic, mm-hmm. and maybe if there was anything about harnessing that magic, anything with, like, this symbol, and he draws this symbol that's, like, um, it's two, it's, like, basically a diamond if you split the diamond apart, and connecting those pieces are, like, kind of interweaving more, um, flowing kind of almost like vine-like pieces connecting to it. Okay, I feel like at this point, Brina would start to wonder exactly why they wanted to know about the tree because she's been seeing what's been going on and um, it's been so long since she saw anyone down so far in the library. So can I do some sort of like insight check to see if I want to Mm -hmm. help them? Absolutely. Sixteen. Um, they're rolling very bad. Yeah, uh, you kind of start to make the connections, like seeing who they are. Like they, you don't recognize them from any other time before being in um, on campus. You you've been kind of aware enough that you you've kind of heard stuff about Willow Song taking over the school, um, even though you've been down here that whole time. She's kind of the reason you've been down here, mm-hmm. um, and so you kind you get an ominous feeling in your gut. Just one of those, like, I probably shouldn't help these people. Okay. Hmm. Valhallen. Well, that's not ringing a bell, but I would be happy to show you up and out of here so that we can all get along with our days. 
because she really doesn't want to engage with any of that. There's yeah. a reason she's been hiding. Um, so she's gonna, even though she might know how to help them, she decides that she's not going to. Yeah, the two seem like kind of resigned to that. Like they're not upset. They want to get out. And just, uh, um, yeah, that's fine. Just point us the way out. I, I think we've been down here for at least two days. Like I said, I think we went through a wall. <laughs> that was weird. But as she leads them out, she definitely takes them through like all of the smallest ways that there are so that they have to like climb through holes and like it's very inconvenient for them. And <laughs> she's just chatting the whole time, pretending like she's not noticing, but she's definitely doing it on purpose to bother yeah. them. Awesome. Um, yeah, so you you get them through and finally up to where they can at least have a little bit better of an idea. Um, and once they're kind of out of out of earshot shot, you see um, Cactus kind of flap his little like webbed flipper claws. Come on, come on, come on. We gotta go. We gotta go. Okay, okay, okay. And he starts taking you back through this like whole winding place that you just you just came through since you two fit very easily. Um, and he takes you into that kind of stream that runs underneath the castle and he jumps in the water and starts swimming and you see his little little dragon turtle head above the water now cactus you know that I don't like the water are you just gonna leave me here or are you gonna help me <sighs> he swims back he says you can climb on my back I guess well thank you I think you owe me at least that much yeah yeah you're you're right just be careful, they're still sharp. Okay, and you be careful because I have four very important books in my knapsack and they cannot get wet. Okay, I'll do my best, I'll do my best. Uh, and he kind of swims fairly far for for the two of you It's kind of past this little grove of like mushrooms and other funguses that grow in dark places. Wait, wait, can we stop and get some of those mushrooms? I don't know if there's time. Well, okay, but I'm going to make a note of this spot because I see those purple staghorns over there and those would be perfect for my potion that I'm working on. Yeah, 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 it's fine. It doesn't matter right now. And he takes you deeper and deeper um, until eventually he kind of pulls up on like a little little beach, more or less on the side. Uh, And you see floating there, um, Gibble, floating underneath and says, I didn't expect to see you here still, Brina. Gibble? Oh my goodness. And you hear that voice in your mind and and uh, Cactus says, Yeah, this is the this is the voice I hear. You guys know each other? Oh my goodness, Gibble and I go way back. Gibble likes books just as much as I do. I, I don't know if it's even possible for that to be true. Gibble, you Brina, would not but... believe what I have found in the last few years. It's just so exciting. I I can't even believe that you're... I mean, I haven't seen you in months, and do you know how to navigate down down there now? Well, yes. It's, it's very lucky, actually, that I got stuck in the library because there's so many resources for me to find how to grow food, how to find water. What do... I mean, what do dragon turtles eat anyway? Do you see that I have a dragon turtle with me, by the way? This is Cactus. My very good friend, and we have been surviving down here for quite some time alone because there are some very freaky things happening up top. 
I don't know if that, you know. No, but I. There is a. Brina. Yes. Brina, yes. just take a breath. Okay. Slow down. Okay, I'm. I'm here. I'm. As you you probably remember, I tend to the library. Is my job. Oh yes, I know. That's why you're one of my favorite people. Well, I guess you're technically not a person. You are one of my favorite beings here. I really wouldn't have been able to fall Brina, in the library Brina, if it wasn't. Brina, this isn't true. I'm listening. Some mean people have taken over the school. Yes. I don't know if you know, I'm not much of a um, hero or adventurer. Or I don't know about that. Anyone who could tend to such a large Brina. library as this in Brina. my book is definitely... Brina. I just don't want you to sell yourself short. It's just such a big responsibility. Brina. <laughs> I'm listening. Brina. Yes, I'm listening. Um, I'm afraid I can kind of sense through my abilities. Uh, I think something bad is happening. So she- Professor Perseverance, you remember he- Oh. Do you remember him? You've probably taken a few of his classes. Yes. Oh, I remember Professor Perseverance. Professor Perseverance was actually the first person who encouraged me to go deeper into the library. As you know, there are some pretty freaky things that happen in this library. Most teachers, they just say, just use the books that we already know where they are. Do you, are you okay? Yes, Brina, you are, your fire for knowledge and you haven't seen anybody in a long time, have you? Well, Cactus and I are here together and actually there were just two gentlemen who I didn't really like very much, so I did take them back up to the castle. They were very lost. They had no idea what they were doing. But we took Brina. them up to the castle, and you know what, Gibble? Brina. I took them through that one passageway that's collapsed, and they had to climb up over the rocks, through the tiny holes. It was hilarious. I just stayed a few Brina. steps ahead of them. Could you reach me? Yes, Gibble, I'm listening. <laughs> I need you to do something. Anything. I need you to find Professor Perseverance. Oh. Oh, it's actually... It's not yeah. like... I mean, if it was like to find a book or answer a question. That's no. really more no, in I my comfort level of but things to do. As far as I know, you and I are the last people here that are not trying to use this place for bad. And so if you want the Academy to still be here, if you want your library to still be here... But this is so much knowledge. What would the world do without it? I don't know. <sighs> But if you can find him and get him out, there might be a little hope. I need to talk to Cactus about this. Kind of looks at you quizzically. Oh, okay. We always do everything together, and I really can't move forward without him. So we need to come to a consensus on this. Can we have a moment, Gibble? Sure, he kind of hovers back away. (laughs) Okay, Cactus. You see one of his eyes peek out from around the corner. (laughs) She, like, bends down. And, like, gets face-to-face with Cactus and says, Cactus, I don't know if you just heard everything that Gibble was saying, but it sounds like we are going to have to leave the library to look for Professor Perseverance. And I'm feeling very nervous about that. How does that make you feel? Well, I think, um, I think for me, it also makes me nervous because I've, as you know, I've only lived in the library. Um, but also, I think, I think I'm supposed to be something 
strong and brave because yeah. I don't know how you've been reading those stories about dragons yes. and other dragon turtles and and you know how you and I have a special connection right yes do you remember how like beca- like you could make those images of you and me yeah like that was because of me and I think I have more that I can give you and I think we can do it I mean I believe in you cactus you're my best friend I would trust you with my life it just it makes me feel nervous but also excited did you start singing a song yes. called Nervous But Excited? it's called Nervous But Excited. No. <laughs> but I, I think we should do it. You're right. We've been reading all of these epic tales, and it's usually the least person that you would expect who can go out and save the world. And I'm not saying that we can save the world, but maybe we can rescue Professor Perseverance, and then they can save the world. You know what I mean, Cactus? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, what I was so thinking. you want to go? You wanna, should we try? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Okay, Gibble, we're ready. What should we do? Okay. I'm listening. There's this passage. Good, I'm glad you're <laughs> listening. There's this passage. If you continue to follow it, it leads into the catacombs under the Great Halls. We're, we're actually kind of like right in the middle of the campus, but down right now. Oh, well, yes, I know. I don't know if you remember, but I do know a lot about this place. Yeah, I, I know you do. But if you follow this in the catacombs, I've kind of felt his stress and, and fear come from that end and I think if you listen to noises because most people have abandoned down here and never there were never very many people down here anyways um if you listen carefully I think you'll probably find him okay so we're going back in the water then is that what you're saying uh maybe for a little while well that's not my favorite thing to do but I guess we might as well start with a task that I'm not up for so Let's give it a try. Cactus, <laughs> can I ride on your back? Gibble, are you coming with us? No. Why not? I'm slow and I, I'm very fragile. But Gibble, you, I'm just a child. I, I don't know enough. I need more knowledge before I can embark on this quest. Everything you know is already in you, Bruna. I seriously doubt that that's even possible. But I... I guess I understand what you're saying. Okay, Cactus. Let's go. Okay. You climb on Cactus's back and you kind of splash in the water and you just get, just like your your toes and fingers get wet as you're riding on his back. He takes you in further. Um, and as you're going, why don't you give me a perception check? Oof. A six. So, as you're kind of riding along, you get splashed in the eye. Uh, Cactus, could you please just... Uh, um. I'm trying to read and there's... Uh, What's going on? Um, and and as you continue to go, Cactus kind of climbs up. Uh, and you you see this kind of open hallway. There's a couple different passageways you could take. And I've never been to this part of the castle before. Cactus, do you think there are any books in here? Um, probably not. As you continue to walk, you hear a fly right by you. And then a toing <laughs> as, um, as an arrow sticks in the wall behind you. As you look up where it's coming from, you see two more of these elves um, who didn't give you any warning this time. Um, both of them have arrows knocked again. And you're going to need to roll initiative. Okay, I rolled an 18. Can't sneak up on Brina. Uh, they rolled natural twice. What? <laughs> well, technically they got the first shot up, so I guess it makes sense. Okay. Um, so they're about 100 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both of them 
with their bows run towards you and pull back on their bows and both fire shot. Whoa, absolutely misses. That's an eight. And then one is an 18. Hey, yes, that hits. <laughs> For three piercing damage. Okay. And they get a little bit closer to you after they fire. Um, and they're now about 90 feet away from you. Okay. In this hallway, there's kind of some, some rubble, some boulders and stuff like that. Um, a few like stalagmites or tights, the ones that come from the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some from the ceiling, so there's both. Um, okay, so is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. So, um, can you remind me what you hit me with? An arrow. An arrow. Okay. But it, it, to only do three damage, it must have just barely sliced me. Yeah. Okay, so, um, I, Brina, as she kind of gets hit, she kind of ducks behind Cactus. And she says, Cactus, oh my goodness, I was not expecting to encounter such problems so quickly. Oh, I just really wish I had a weapon right now. Like, it would be just so great if I had some sort of bow, crossbow, that I could just hit them with. And as she expresses this desire for some sort of weapon that she might be able to uh, use to retaliate, a uh, witch bolt appears in her hands. And she is shocked. And she looks at Cactus and she says, Cactus, did you do this? Is this for you? Yeah, yeah, do it. That's such a cool trick. I can't believe you can do that. Where did you learn how to do that? Why didn't you tell me that you could? This, this is such an amazing breakthrough. That is such strong magic. How did you do that? What are you gonna? What are you gonna tell me that you could just somehow give me some sort of? I I don't really know, but just do it. Oh, oh yeah. And then she so then she stands up and she um, shoots for twelve. Okay, so roll to as a twelve. Well, the first time I clicked it, it was an accident, so I'm wondering if I can click it again and see if I do better. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. 13. Um, so as you fire this off, it's like all this magic energy is almost too strong for you, and you fire it out uh, as it knocks you back and over <laughs> and just goes right into the ceiling um, as some rocks tumble down. Um, Whoa! Cactus, did you see that? Yeah, sorry, I should have told you that that might be kind of strong. Um, I don't really know how I'm doing that, but it, but yeah, um, I, I don't know. There's some more stuff that I, I got. Maybe next time, just close your eyes and stick out your hands, pointing it towards them. Okay. Um, and they continue to run towards you, uh, and two more arrows fly at you, uh, for 16 and a 17. Well, <laughs> that'll do it. For a total of 10 piercing damage. Okay. So, okay, Cactus. So you said just point my hands out and close my eyes? Yeah, I, th- I think it'll work. Okay. So she does it, and um, as she puts her hands out, she feels this, like, strange but wonderful, like, power go through her, and she casts Eldritch, Eldritch Blast. Okay. Neither of those hits, do they? Uh, as these two bolts go flying off uh, and, and kind of burst into the walls, like you're trying to get used to it. Um, there are things you could potentially hide behind and things like that being covered um, around you. Okay. Um, can you describe to me a little bit more, like, what? Yeah, so you're in, like, this... It's it's about a 20-foot-wide passageway, more or less. Um, within 10, 10 or 15 feet of you, there's some boulders um, towards the front of you. Um, there's a few a few behind you could also hide. There's some, like, columns and stuff like that. Um 
a lot of loose rubble and things of that nature. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Marina says, Cactus, that was also amazing and also did not work at all. What are we going to do? Let's hide. Okay, okay, let's hide. Um, okay, so you, you move in. Do you want to move closer to them or further back? Um, to the side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either. Uh, so you kind of step step in behind the boulders where they can't see you, and they, they keep running, and they they do have a small window at you, but it's going to um, increase your AC by five. Okay. Um, which means both of those will hit since I rolled a four and a ten on the dice, which I think would have missed you anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, and now they are about 30 feet from you. When I hid, did they see exactly where I went? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mm, okay. I think I'm just going to... So Brina just, like, stands up and um, kind of does the same thing. Oh my gosh. You... One of your Eldritch Blasts should have hit. Oh, because I didn't have my, my modifier? Yeah, because I, I, it's in your sheet wrong. So that's my, that's my mistake. Um, okay. So if you click on Eldritch Blast yeah. in the chat, it'll do the damage for you. And Brina does one damage with her Eldritch Blast. Okay, so that was the first time, but she's going to do it again. So she's going to stand up. Um, she's going to whisper to Cactus. She's going to say, okay, I can do this. Let's try this again. You got it. You got okay, it. Okay, okay, here we go. Oh, damn. Good deal. An 11 and a 21. Okay, uh, those both hit. For seven and five damage. Nice. Um, okay, so as those two slam into one of them, uh, you scream out as, as he crumples to the ground and drops his bow. Um, and Brady says, Oh, sorry! <laughs> uh, and the other one, seeing his friend, I, uh, he actually dives behind a stone as well and, and shoots another arrow at you. Um, um, screams out in frustration and throws it uh, uh, and is over to your turn again. Um, he's partially obscured, so he's going to have a little bit of bonus to his AC. Um, I feel like Rena's natural tendency would not try to attack him again. Um, I feel like she would once again say, like, um, excuse me, hey, mister, I understand that we've been fighting, and I am so sorry about your friend. I did not mean to do that. I did not even know that I could do that. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe that that just happened. Who are you? Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. My name is Brina. I feel a little bit confused about why you automatically attacked me because obviously you're not supposed to be down here yes I understand that but look at how small I am I'm obviously not a threat I don't understand why you are a threat you killed my friend but that was an accident I didn't even know that I could do that I have this terrible dragon and he's also a baby we don't really know what we're doing I just closed my eyes and I put my hands out and then that came out I'm so sorry what do you want from me I don't want anything from you. I heard a sound down here. I was looking for a book, a very specific book. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called... I don't care. Um, okay. Leave. Okay. Um, 
No, I, I can't leave. It's very important that I move forward here on this path. So... Roll of persuasion. Okay. Uh, and you hear, as that's talking, you hear a sword drop. You hear, like, the the metal of... Shoo, okay. As you're, as you're doing talk. Okay. <laughs> as, she, as she hears the sword drawn, she says to Cactus, A sword? You don't have a sword. I I mean, how am I supposed to fight with the sword? I, I don't even have one. And as she thinks that, she, like a great sword for a gnome, I don't know <laughs> if that's a thing, like appears in her hands. We're, we're going to stat it as a rapier. Okay. She, <laughs> it feels like a great sword to her, like appears in her hands and it's like too, almost too heavy right away. You can see she like kind of drops and then she's like looking back and forth at Cactus and she's like, am I, do you think that this was the right choice? I, I feel like maybe we should go a different route. And she, you can do that or you can, or you can keep shooting it with the magic. So she, like, drops the sword, and I don't know, like, does he get another turn, or can I just go again? Because um, that was technically my action, was to summon the yeah, sword. Yeah, to summon it. Yeah. Uh, he technically does get another turn uh, as he starts, he kind of he kind of looks around and starts running towards you. Um, though he has to use all his movement to get up next to you. Um, he is in your space um, so to use something like Eldritch Blast, you'll be at disadvantage. Okay. So you can move away and take an opportunity attack, or you can come up with something else creative in your armament. Okay. Let's see. I feel like... Uh, how far can I move? It's 30 feet. Uh, so Brina, as he's running towards her and gets to her, um, she is going to cast Misty Step. Um, does she still she still takes an opportunity attack? Okay. So she's gonna cast Missy Step, like to take herself and Cactus past like down towards the walkway. And so like as he's running towards her, she says, like, okay, well I still really feel like there's some sort of misunderstanding and I'm not exactly sure what I can do in this situation, but I just really need to move forward. There's really nothing else I can do. And she like disappears and and then she says, Okay, bye. And like, but I'm kind of thinking she doesn't know that she can do this yet, right? Like, yeah. So you, so you kind of as he's as he swings at you, and you're saying that um, it's almost like um, cactus like breathes out some mist that surrounds you, and he swings through you, and you're like thirty feet closer towards uh, where they came from. And so like, Rena is very surprised, and she like looks around and she says, "Okay, bye." And then they start her and cactus start running. Okay, not gonna. You're not gonna fire anything at him. No. Okay. Um, so as that happens, um, and as they're running, she's just doing her thing. My gosh, Cactus, you are so amazing. Why did you tell me you were so amazing? Uh, I, I'm kind of learning some of this as as we go too. Um, let's keep going. And you hear him kind of like cursing. Um, and and you hear behind if if they find out a kid did this to me, I'll, uh, I gotta get out of here. Um. And you hear his footsteps run away. Um, and as you and Cactus kind of keep going, you start to hear this tapping. It's very ryth- rhythmic, just like... It's kind of echoing through the hallway. Do you hear that tapping? Yeah, do you think that's what... Do you think that's what... What was talking about? Yeah, he said, listen for the noises. 
let's let's follow that. Can you tell what direction it's coming from? It's kind of echoing down here. Yeah, I think it closes his eyes real hard. I think it's coming from any points his little little flippery claw uh, a little further down. I think it's coming from that way. And sure enough, as you walk down that way, you hear that tapping more and more. Uh, and you get to a door. Um, and it looks like there's actually multiple in here, almost like this was some sort of dungeon, more or less. And looking through it, you see Professor Perseverance, his cha- hands and chains above him, and he's just clicking, clicking, like clanking the um, clinging them together, his shackles together. Um, almost like he's just like dazed and it's, and it's something to do. His eyes are closed as you kind of peek through this window for a little bit longer. Um, he looks beat up and he's not doing well. Um, what do you do? Um, so is, is it like bars and that's why I can see him or am I looking <laughs> through a tiny window? It's like a, it's like a, a wooden door, but there's, there's a decent size, like barred window. Or, yeah, wooden door, a decent-sized barred window. How far apart are the bars on this window? Uh, six inches. Okay. So, I feel like in order to be able to see through this window, first of all, like, Brina is standing on top of a cactus. Um, like, with her feet in between his spikes. And like, cactus, try to stay still. And so, like, I would assume maybe yeah. he would hear that yeah. and look up. Yeah, and as he does, he sees Brina? Professor <gasps> Perseverance, you're here. Just like Gibble <sighs> said you would be. We came Gib- to find you. Can you believe it, Professor Perseverance? <sighs> we've been looking for you everywhere. Get, me and get, Cactus. Get in here. We've been... Brina, shut up and get in here. Okay. Can she climb through the bars? Is she small enough? Um, Probably not, but you could probably try to open the door. Well, she's very smart, but <laughs> she sometimes struggles with more common sense type activities. Okay, so... She tries the door. Is it unlocked? Yeah. The, the, this first door into this little area that he's being kept in is unlocked. Yes. Okay. Um, I go through it. So as, as, you, as you walk in, um, there are a few more bars. Um, and he says, how, how did you get here? Cactus and I, we've been living in the library for the last four months because I'm not sure if you're aware, but the school has been taken over no, by I'm a very, very creepy listen, lady. Listen. Yes, listen I'm listening. To me. I'm listening. And do not say another word until I'm done. Okay, Professor. Thank you. It's very good to see a friendly face. She's smiling so big. You are out of it's one of my favorites. In the box. On that table. And he kind of like points his head uh, towards the table. You see kind of his old robes and some of the other stuff. My old ring. Do you remember my ring? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to say anything. That's okay. I asked you a question. The, the big It's just confusing because... Okay. I need you to get that. How big is the box? Uh, it's like maybe a foot. Is it less than 30 pounds? Can she send Mage Hand? Yes. She sends Mage Hand to get it. Okay. Um, so you Mage Hand bring the box in front of you. Open it up. It shouldn't be locked. Mm-hmm. She does. And, and as you open it up, you see that ring. It says on the side of that ring, there's a small little clasp. If you open it, there's something in there. And I have the most important task. For you. Hey, Professor, I'm not very good at doing important tasks, but... And as she's saying Rina, this, she's opening it. You can do this. And as you open it up, there's a seed. And the seed is blue and white. 
and purple and green is with light coming from it. It's like radiating, radiating onto you. Is this a seed? Festa Perseverance, I have learned about every single plant in the known world, and I have never heard about a seed like this. This is a seed from Ilvalhalen. Oh, well, guess that explains why I've never listen, heard of it. I'm listen, listening. something is coming. You know those five students? They kind of have caused some trouble around here. Oh, yes. They knocked over a lot of books in the library when they first came. It was very distracting. Yes. They were throwing donuts. It was a whole thing. I didn't yes, even yes. know how to handle it. They are very important. Okay. None of them can die. Okay. No, none of them can die. There's also a creature you may have heard of called Kalvala. She's also coming. She cannot die either. Okay. I'm guessing that there's going to be very soon a battle because I felt the power of the heart go out. Well, I don't... When they fight, when they fight, if someone is close to death, you put the seed in the tree. Okay. Do you understand me, Brina? Yes. No, I understand you perfectly, Professor Perseverance. The problem is it's just that I'm not very brave and I'm not very strong and I feel like... Brina. I feel like there needs to be somebody else. Brina, I can go. Listen to me. The Feywild, Evastria, the school depends on you being able to do this. Well, you can't let any of them have the seed. You cannot let Kavala have the seed. You cannot let Vespin Willowsong have the seed. This was supposed to be my job, but I will not make it out of here. Do you understand? What do you mean you won't make it out of here? I mean, me and Cactus will do our best. Cactus is very strong. I'm very brave, Rina. but Professor Perseverance, what about you? I came here to save you. I can't leave here without you. This is more important, and this will save me. I promise. But you're not going to come with leave me? leave this room and hide. Where can I hide? They'll be here soon. Follow, follow, those, follow those five. But you're not going to come with me? I came here to save you. Um, and as you continue talking, you hear this magical <laughs> and... On just on the other side of the door, as you look, there's this faint purple glow that fades, and you see Vespin Willow song. And we're gonna have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Ah! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Faith Forge Academy this week. If you've been enjoying our content, we always appreciate five stars and a review on iTunes or Podchaser or any other podcasting medium that allows you to do that. In addition, if you'd like to support us in other ways, we have a Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash Faith Forge Academy. Uh, in it, you'll find uh, 
player journals. I've even posted some DM notes in there. And as always, for more information about what's going on, stay up with the cast and everything. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Fayforge Academy, uh, or you can check us out on our website, FayForgeAcademy.com. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J E A Harmon. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering, and you can find me on Michael Critz on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Zuvan, and you can find me online at Twitter at OAdelaide. Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai, and then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forgeheart, uh, and you can follow me at Game of Science on Twitter. Theme music and background music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For additional music, search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional background music and sound effects found at zapspot.com and tabletopaudio.com. Fayforge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.